Welcome to another episode of Commending and Contending, a podcast about how the gospel of Jesus encourages us to live our lives and use our words to commend and contend for Jesus and his gospel. I'm your host, Jonathan Holt, and joining me today is Anne Eckerman. G'day, Anne. Hello. Uh, where's God planted you, Anne? Uh, well, at the moment, um, I'm living in the uh, beautiful Adelaide Hills uh, in Woodside, and um, I live here with my husband, Daniel, and my two girls, um, Eden, who is 21, and Esther, who is 19. And um, during the, the week, I have the privilege of working for um, as an executive assistant for Paul Harrington, who is the senior network pastor of the Trinity Network here in Adelaide. And um, we're part of uh, Trinity Church Unley um, as our church family. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. That sounds lovely. How long have you lived down there in Adelaide? Um, pretty much my the, my whole life. Um, so, and the hills is just in my blood. I love it. So <laughs> very Sounds keen Sounds like you're well settled and deeply well settled. planted by God to serve <laughs> That's right. him. That's, That's right. magnificent. Uh, how has God been encouraging you, Anne? Oh, look, I think um, of late, I've, I've really been in a season of um, understanding a lot more deeply my own need for Jesus, my own brokenness, my own weakness, um, my, yeah, my need for him. And what I have found extraordinary in that is reflecting on the fact that such an extraordinary God would not just love and save and want to be, you know, in relationship with somebody like me, but then that he would actually allow me to be part of what he is doing um, in Adelaide and just in, in people's lives. And um, that is extraordinary to me that um, he would allow me to be part of that and would actually use such a broken vessel um, to actually make himself um, known is, is quite extraordinary. So I think that um, I've been really struck more and more by his power, his, you know, his mercy and compassion, his victory, his faithfulness. And so as I'm reflecting on my weaknesses, something that's changed as I'm getting older is that he's becoming bigger rather than my weaknesses becoming the thing that I'm focusing on is he's becoming bigger and I'm delighting more in him. And I think that's a that's an incredible blessing um, and it's an incredible encouragement to me. And I think uh, I just want to keep praying that um, that, that increases, that he keeps um, transforming me, um, that he's transforming me into his likeness because that is for his glory and for my good. And I think that's an extraordinary thing. Um, to be realising afresh after walking with him for just decades. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a yeah. wonderful testimony to that kind of work where God not only reveals our weaknesses, but is so gracious to mm -hmm. actually fill us up with his love so that we can see a way to serve him, even though we recognise to a greater and greater extent just yes. how limited we are. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that is wonderful, Anne. Thank you. The Gospel Coalition Australia runs on the generous donations of people like you. Regular donations keep our website free and full of excellent resources. You can visit our website and just use that green Give button at the top right-hand corner to contribute to the work of the Gospel Coalition Australia. And one of the things that you do uh, down there in Adelaide is uh, help to look after a women's convention. Uh, how did that start? What happened? What's the story behind that? 
Yeah, sure. So um, in about 2007, um, a friend and I got together because our husbands would head off to Adelaide Men's Convention each year and come back enormously encouraged, like deeply encouraged. And um, there were conferences around the place for women, but they, for one reason or another, weren't accessible for me at the time. Um, and so, yeah, a friend and I got together and thought, well, why don't we see if we could just put something together, um, which was obviously something that God had put on our hearts. And um, so we did. We just literally started planning. We had no clue what we were doing. Uh, but what we knew was, was that we wanted that same deep encouragement from God's word that we could see our husbands coming home with. Um, and so yeah, 2007, we met together. It was mostly just us and some of our friends. Um, and yeah, from there, God has grown Grace Conference into a conference where we have about um, nearly 800 women in person each year. Wow. Um, and then through COVID times, he actually opened doors for us to be able to start regional hubs um, where we... Um, in regional South Australia, there are faithful women who get together and they will um, watch the conference online together and um, and yeah, experience all of that they can together where they normally wouldn't be able to travel all the way into Adelaide for it and things like that. So then there's, yeah, a whole new section of women that have been reached um, in regional South Australia, which has just been an enormous blessing. Um, and so... One of the things that we we knew right from the start was that we wanted to have it centered on God's word. Um, and so that was the thing. There were a lot of um, things around that looked like sort of TED Talks with the Bible kind of sprinkled in or life coaches or influences, that kind of thing. Um, but what we really wanted was we wanted to showcase God's word and get, let women get to know Jesus as he's revealed in scripture. And there was just... Um, a real passion for us that that be front and center. And I think that that has been one of the greatest encouragements has been watching women who um, a lot of these women don't have, um, you know, they don't open their Bibles on a Sunday at their church and they come along and for the first time, they're actually reading their Bibles, seeing how the speaker is actually um, explaining God's word and they're gaining confidence in, in actually reading it for themselves that is extraordinary. And for one day a year, that gets to happen. But the lasting effects of that are huge. And they um, can take that home with them. And it's it's changing lives because that's what God's word does. Um, and so that's been amazing. And we also have, um, we have around, normally we have around sort of between 20 and 30 workshops for women, which are basically um there are times for helping women to think biblically about how to um, just, just how to live um, life today uh, with the different issues that are going on, how to live in a way that honours the Lord in those things and how to think biblically about the issues that they're facing. So, um, yeah, those things have been just enormously encouraging from just some, you know, chat over a coffee. <laughs> And I'm sure uh, there have been plenty of things that have changed from when it was just you and a few friends you knew getting <laughs> yes. together right back in the beginning now to like some 800 people and and hubs, along mm. with some of the technological changes. Are there lessons you've learned along the way about what makes a really strong conference to help the women who attend? 
Yes, there definitely is. Um, so there's two things. First and foremost, I think, um, is that being centred on the word of God and gospel centred. I think that seeing women become strong and courageous in Christ and in the the unchanging promises and word of God, that has been a key. And we just never want that to change. We want that to continue on. Um, and then the other thing that has been, I think, um, an enormous eye-opener to me is um, Grace Conference is non-denominational, which means that we get women from hundreds of denominations all coming together and we become unified in the gospel. And there is something extraordinary about that. As we all stand there, we sing, we pray, we um, you know, hear God's word faithfully explained. It's like a glimpse of eternity in that moment. And there is something that is lasting in that that I think is, is a deep, deep encouragement. And that's at the heart of Grace Conference and I think at the heart of the Gospel Coalition. Yeah, absolutely. And that does sound magnificent. There is something kind of just heartwarming and soul lifting uh, mm. when you gather together in unity uh, mm. and see that foundation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, you you can't possibly be doing this on your own. You must have a team of people working with you. <laughs> how many people are on the team and, and how, how does the team work? Yeah, look, we do have I've, just the most incredible, faithful, um, servant-hearted women who the Lord is just using. So there is five of us on uh, the leadership team and then the, um, there is a whole band of women who help look after different areas, like um, things that I could just never do, uh, you know, looking after catering and logistics and all of those sorts of things. So there is a small team of us that meet um, very often. And then there is a wider team who just um, plug away faithfully serving. And the Lord just keeps raising up uh, these very, very ordinary women um, just and he's just doing extraordinary things um, in and through them. And that is that is a blessing to me all the time. And they are just a joy to work with. And they're all from different denominations. So our team is made up of that multi-denominational thing as well, which is just wonderful because the thing that unifies us is the gospel of Jesus. And that's that's incredible. I think it's one of those underrated discipleship tools, uh, yes. getting people to look beyond their local church and mm -hmm. serve in a way that gives them that bigger vision for how Christians can be united together in the gospel. Yeah, it sounds like you've done a great job of drawing in lots of people to experience that growth that comes when you serve in something like uh, the Grace Women's Conference. Oh, that is my prayer is that God keeps doing that because that's what he's done so far and uh, he's been so faithful. And every year we are big on prayer, so we just pray and pray and pray and pray. And I think that what I have seen is his faithfulness. He just, he takes things, um, our, you know, our thoughts, our ideas, whatever, he shapes them, he gives them legs. And our prayer is that it's always his purposes Um and that we are submitting to him in our in our sort of plans. So yeah, he's been very faithful. Now the Gospel Coalition Australia is really a network of networks. That is, it's about fostering connections, not only across Australia, but in particular places. And there's a TGCA network right there in South Australia where you are, and you're part of it. What's happening down in South Australia in the TGCA network down there? Yeah, well, there's a lot of enthusiasm uh, in the team. Unfortunately, we were kicking off just as COVID started. 
Um, so what happened was most of our efforts to kind of launch and to, um, you know, make a big splash in Adelaide um, were frustrated because of lockdowns and things having to be cancelled and that kind of thing. And so we've had found it a bit of a, um, yeah, bit of an uphill start, um, but what has been really fantastic is the times when we have been able to get together. We've had just um, wonderful um, events that promote gospel ministries and biblical thinking about gospel issues. And in the room, we've had church leaders and ministry workers um, from all over Adelaide and different denominations all coming together and all with that same passion to just be ringing that gospel bell. And it feels like we are like a, a tribe. Do you know what I mean? Like a real, um, the gospel is at the center and the differences melt away as we just focus on that and we encourage one another, um, you know, um, through those events. Um, and so what we're really, uh, we're looking at seeing we want to see more uh, gospel-centered churches planted. So there is a church planting collective um, that is is uh, getting a bit of groundswell. Um, there are these events that we run that um, yeah help promote gospel ministries and biblical thinking about issues. Um, but then also something I'm really keen to see happen this year is I'd love to see. Um, the ministry women of Adelaide being able to get together um, all from different circles and come and be um, encouraged and trained and that kind of thing for gospel ministry and, and how we can keep the gospel at the heart of uh, women's ministries and, um, uh, yeah, right across Adelaide. So I'm hoping that we can, um, yeah, see some movement in that space as well this year. That sounds really encouraging. I love hearing about the way that different local networks are making uh, space for gospel relationships where they are. Uh, if you go to our website, you'll see uh, there at the Gospel Coalition Australia, the networks tab tells you what the networks are. And uh, if there isn't one where you live, reach out to us and let us know, because I reckon we'd love to work out a way. Uh, to help uh, get networks happening all over Australia. And thanks for your time today. Thanks for chatting with me. That's such a pleasure, Jonathan. Thanks for your time. This podcast is made by the Gospel Coalition Australia. We exist to encourage and assist Australian Christians to remain convinced of the truth and power of the gospel, to commend and contend for the gospel in our lives and our ministries, and to foster connections between individuals, churches and other ministries so that we can most effectively advance the gospel in Australia.